Hey guys, my name is John, and you're listening to TCK Tales. For those of you guys who don't know what a TCK is, a TCK is a third culture kid. So that is someone who grew up in a culture that was different from his parents, from their parents' culture. So they took their surrounding culture and their parents' culture, and they created a third culture. So today I have a super amazing interview with a person that I found through this podcast. So most of the other people on my podcast have been friends or family members that I have known through Moody. This is the first episode where it's someone that I did not know through Moody. We actually have a Moody mutual friend, but I actually found him out through this podcast. So his name is Stephen Black, and he is a TCK care coordinator with Teach Beyond and is currently in Portland, but he actually grew up in Nigeria, which is where I grew up. And yeah, so it's super cool. And he hosts his own podcast called TCK Care, the podcast, which is a really great podcast. And what happened was I started my podcast and then he was starting to think about doing his podcast. And he actually reached out to me and commented or sent me a message via my Facebook page, tcktales at facebook.com. And we kind of talked a little bit, but there wasn't anything else. And then I have my partnership with MK to MK and on their website, there is a resources page and they have two podcasts highlighted, which is mine and his. And so I met, found out that's how I found out that he had a podcast. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. Then I reached out to him and I was like, oh, hey, you, I want to interview you for my podcast. And we just got to talking and it was great. So yeah, Steven is wonderful. This, I want to tell you guys heads up just as a warning this was my first time recording audio via facebook and this was my first time recording something outside of a studio i'm slowly building my home studio with my apartment that i just got and things like that so the audio quality is a little shaky a little different than what it's normally been as well as my dad does come home and so you hear him kind of banging around and things like that so i apologize for the distracting noises and what you hear but yeah this is a really great interview and conversation so here is stephen black with his tck tale TCK people, my name is Stephen Black and I am a TCK care coordinator. What that means is that I provide care for other TCKs in the TCK community. I'm hoping, I'm assuming that you know what a TCK is by now. I myself am a TCK. Uh, I grew up in Nigeria, West Africa. I also grew up in Vancouver, BC. Not Canadian, I just grew up there and I had a lot of exposure to a lot of different cultures and I feel like, I don't know if that's a legitimate claim to a cross-cultural experience, but I think it is in that, you know, it's different than, it's different than the culture of my parents, which they're both TCKs actually as well. And so I don't know what that makes me extra messed up. No, extra special, (laughs) extra gifted. Anyhow, but as a, as a TCK, so my, my uh, transition experience from living in Nigeria to living in America was one of the hardest things that I, that I ever experienced. And it took me a long time to recover from that. And so uh, just coming out of that experience, as I moved towards pursuing ministry and sort of setting my career goals in place, I, I never envisioned myself as a TCK care coordinator. Like that was never like a career goal of mine per se, but I got into youth ministry and then I got into missions and those two things sort of converged in caring for TCKs and caring for their, you know, their well-being and caring for their, trying to offer care for their souls and also like 
I would say that the transition experience itself and my my transition experience and the hard times that I went really that is what really brought me into doing TCK care because I wanted to prevent the prevent a similar thing from happening for other TCKs where possible. And so I would say that TCK being a TCK has definitely brought me to uh, being a TCK care coordinator, but not in the way that I, I expected. It wasn't it wasn't a career goal or wasn't uh, an ambition of mine. It just sort of uh, fell into place and in that my personal experience sort of uh, converged with my passion and my skill to um, to process things with people. And um, now I'm now I'm on the career path to becoming a therapist. And so in a way that is, uh, that is what I have been doing for TCKs, uh, but just to a broader, a broader population, which I, I hope is a sign of growth. We'll see. Um, but I'd still like to be involved in TCK care um, in the future. I'm not sure how that's going to look exactly, uh, but uh, hopefully uh, my uh, training as a therapist will uh, benefit my role as a TCK care coordinator. So. So what does a TCK, what does your, right now, your role involve as a TCK care coordinator? Like, what do you do? So right now, as a TCK care coordinator, I have a couple different uh, couple different things going on. One is that every year our mission organization, you know, uh, takes on new uh, new members. Some people are serving overseas, and they're switching to join our mission organization. And then they're going to be going back to their country of service with our organization. And then some uh, some families are new to the mission experience. They will be heading overseas uh, for the first time. And we have groups. We have people from both groups who are families with kids. And so I go to the pre-field orientation every year and help out with the kids program, which is very much you know a program. It's not childcare. It's not just you know bring your kids and I'll keep them entertained. Uh, we work with, you know, we work on helping kids wrap their minds around what what it means to be a TCK and what it means to go through transition. Some kids already know what it is to be a TCK because they are TCKs, but that doesn't mean that they necessarily have the language to process their story. So what I do is I give them the language, I explain what a TCK is and ask them to um, process what that has meant for them up until this point and how that they might be able to use that information to their benefit in the future. And then for the kids who have never been TCKs, that's the that's the harder sell. That's the harder group to work with. But I try to just sort of lay out what a TCK is and what that's going to look like, and what that's and the harder harder part. But I feel like the more important part is what that's going to feel like uh, as a TCK, and then kind of give give them some tools to sort of care for themselves and to take control of the transition experience as much as possible and just to come into the situation with eyes wide open and sense of courage and optimism for what being a TCK is going to mean for them. Mm-hmm. And then I also am in the process of developing some classes for uh, pre-field orientation for those new kids. I'm just putting together some classes so that so that, that really anyone can lead this class for TCKs and then possibly also doing some classes in the future for kids who are returning from living overseas I'm just kind of grappling with questions of what does it mean to experience culture shock going the other way, reverse culture shock. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just what that's going to look like and then how to go about making the adjustment from living overseas to living in your quote-unquote home slash passport slash parents country or culture, whatever it is. And so that's kind of what I've got going on right now. And then, you know, I work for this organization, but my heart is for TCKs. And so anytime a TCK reaches out to me and says, you know, 
hey, I'm struggling with something or whatever, I'll just, you know, connect with them on uh, online or whatever and just talk through what they've what they've got going on and see if I can be of assistance. Sometimes sometimes there's nothing you can do to help someone feel better. Sometimes you can listen to a story, but then sometimes also like when someone reaches out to me and they are in desperate need of something, I do not mind networking with strangers at all and so I'll just reach out to a church in their community or uh, some kind of a so- social support person in their community. I know people on a lot of different continents and so I can reach out to people in a lot of different places and say, hey, there's a TCK near you that needs this help and it needs, you needs this, you know, this service. Is there something that you can do for them? Mm-hmm. So I'm very much a resource and networking guy too. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. There's a family from our church that their dad accepted a position in the Dominican Republic with our denomination. It's basically a denomination slash missions, missions organization. It's a weird hybrid, but he's ahead of like a whole region, but they're moving to the Dominican Republic and their youngest kid is in eighth grade. And so it's been interesting with them specifically, like talking with them and stuff like that and like trying to give them the help, like knowing like what they're in for and trying to be like, how do I help them and talk with them? So it's, I don't know. And they're in training right now. So I don't know what they're necessarily going to be getting. That's, that's a really difficult conversation to have with someone because you know telling them that you know they're going to need help they just don't appreciate that information yeah when i was at pre-field orientation last year it was one of the first times that i'd uh, been there and been a strong presence in in things and the first time we've kind of had the organization and me had had our like you know you know all of our wires in the same like direction like accomplishing the same purposes and so I like spoke to all of the families at the beginning of orientation very intentionally and said hey I'm the TCK care coordinator and I'm here to help you do transition with your kids and they kind of looked at me like um okay I guess if I have a problem I'll let you know maybe and I'm like no no no, no. that's not the point I'm here to help you now deal with transition issues so that it's not an issue later you won't come back to me for help if we can work together now but there, there was no way for me to really communicate that need until after they listened to Michelle Phoenix, God bless her. She came and did this like two-hour presentation on what a TCK is, and she really hit home that grief and loss is a big part. It's a fundamental part of the TCK experience. If you're a TCK, you're going to experience a lot of grief and loss. And two or three families came up to me, and they're like, is it true that our children are about to go through a lot of t- grief and loss? And I was like, yes, that's absolutely true. That's <laughs> Let's a fundamental talk. part of the transition process. Can we talk now? Do you have time? And after that, they're much more willing to um, sit down and talk about what that meant. And I saw some like real growth and wow. you know maturity coming from those conversations. So that's really encouraging to hear. But it, they really need to hear like there is a risk factor. There's a hundred percent valid risk factor in your experience. You know? Yeah, that's something. That's something that like and so. Uh, I had their son in one of my small groups at church, and he came, and I was like, knowing, I was like, hey, so, because I don't really have a relationship with them as, as much, so I was just yeah. kind of like, hey, when do you guys leave? They're like this, I'm like, how do you feel? And they're like, he's like, eh, I don't know. Um, and I was like, understandable. Well, if you just need someone to talk to who might understand, we're on Facebook, here's my number, listen to my podcast, that can help, but like, and so I don't know, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with training right now but and I know there's a lot of really solid people here at the church that will then connect to my family or people here who but yeah I was just like 
there's been a few few people I've met. I'm just kind of like, you're you're in for something. There was a, a girl I graduated with who moved to Mexico. Uh, after our freshman year, our sophomore year of high school. She moved to Mexico and she came back for college and it was just really interesting getting coffee with her after she got back, just like talking. And I was kind of like, yep, 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 yep. go back and tell yourself something about your TCK experience, what would you tell? What would you say? And then specifically for you, like, what is your one thing that you want to get across to TCKs either on the field or going through transition or post-transition? Like, what is, or multiple things for each demographic, what is something that you really think they should know and understand or would be, and would be benefit and would have been beneficial for yourself to have heard? One of the things that I would uh, I would like to, if if I could, the things the thing that I would go back and tell my younger self is to think dialectically, and this is something that I've just started learning about in my training as a therapist. But dialectic thinking is finding the truth in opposites. So, for example, when I came back from Nigeria, I thought, you know, it's not number one, it's not fair that I should be here when that was not my decision, and I did not agree with that decision. Uh, and number two, it hurts like heck. And so, you know, therefore, like, th this is all bad. This is all bad. And because it's all bad, I shouldn't try. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to try. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be on me to reach out to other kids and try to understand monoculturals and try to fit into this culture and this country. It shouldn't be on me when this was not my decision. And there's some truth in, in both of the seeming opposites. Uh, there was truth in in the fact that um, it hurt and it might have been slightly unfair for me to be placed in a situation in which you know I didn't I didn't choose that for myself, but there's also truth in the fact that it is my responsibility to fit in. Um, anytime a TCK goes overseas, and perhaps this hits on, this may touch on the second question of what I would like for other TCKs uh, to hear. What I would like for them to hear is that it is your job to adjust. Um, and to make that to make that transition as much as it feels unfair it's your job and this is true for TCKs who are going overseas it's your job to get acquainted with the country you're going to uh, I, I don't know if it was Michelle Phoenix or perhaps Donna Messenger I think it might have been Donna Messenger she said it's you know I can't change monoculturals but I can I, I can't educate monoculturals but I can educate you you know and mm. that's true for TCKs that monoculturals are not going to um, adjust to your lifestyle and your preferences, and your value system, your culture. If you've got to, if you're going to fit in overseas, then you've got to adjust to living overseas. You've got to find out what that means. What are the what are the rules that they're playing by? What is the game that they're playing? And how do you how do you fit in in that context? But then also coming back home, that's a cultural adjustment too, a huge cultural adjustment. Uh, going from living in the TCK community or get, going from living in a you know in a culture that is so radically different from uh, your home country to moving back quote unquote home and then expecting yourself to fit in in some way but 
you don't fit in because you're TCK and you've had this life-changing experience and you've had a different upbringing and have maybe a broader worldview than uh, than your uh, monocultural counterparts, it's, it's still your job to adjust and to fit in and uh, learn the culture all over again. And that that's hard and it hurts, yes, and those are valid feelings, absolutely 100%, those are valid feelings. But that doesn't, that doesn't negate the fact that it, it really is your job to adjust uh, and to make that transition, so. I guess that you know that's that's what I would have told myself uh, growing up. Uh, I would have said to my teenage self, who was adjusting from living in Nigeria to living in America, I would have said, essentially, get over yourself and do something about it. I would say something similar to other TCKs, but it would probably be a lot nicer um, <laughs> to them than I would say to myself. How old were you when you moved? I was fourteen when we moved back from Nigeria. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we. We, uh, we moved to Washington State and lived there for a year, and then we moved to uh, to the suburbs of Chicago, uh, okay. to the Wheaton area, and we were there. I was there for about five or six years until I uh, got married, and uh, my wife and I moved again, and I've moved almost every year of our marriage, so. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Classic TCK syndrome, right? That's true. I'm, I'm right there right now. I just moved. I just moved home, and I'm like, oh, I want to go to Thailand, or... <laughs> my my fiance and I are always like because of how cold it's been, um, we're just like let's move to Florida, or yeah, yeah just yeah. like let's go there. And so now we're just yeah. Anyway, we're both kind of in that way. And it's like as soon as it's cold, she's like, okay, let's go to Florida. And I was like, now? She's like, yes. And I'm like, okay. She's like, well, I have school, but now. <laughs> the, you know the the tiny house movement seemed really attractive to my wife and I for a long time you know the possibility of maybe living in a schoolie or something and then every time you get bored or it gets cold or something just pack it up and drive away and go somewhere mm. else oh. yeah. uh, the final question I have is what if you could communicate one thing to a parent or to a couple that is thinking about moving overseas with their family um, or someone who finds themselves working with TCKs who has no context, what would be the number one thing you would, you would want to communicate to them? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think to parents and to TCK care people, or to people who you know, ought to be thinking about caring for the TCKs in their lives, I think perhaps uh, to parents, I would say, you know, consider the, consider the costs and uh, the costs and benefits of taking your kids overseas. I don't think, I don't think that missions is for everyone and you know short-term missions is becoming increasingly popular and increasingly possible with you know uh, the communication that we have with people around the world you don't need to be there to make a difference there and then you don't need to live there to make a difference there and especially for people who are going to do missions in Africa God bless them but there is actually a really strong church in Africa that would probably be more adept at doing missions in Africa than a North American for example would and so really count the, count the cost of what it's going to do to your kids, the grief and loss. For example, I've heard, that, I've heard that a TCK experiences more relational loss in the first 18 years of their life than a normal person does in their entire life. Just the wow. major relationships in their, in, in their lives that move, let alone, you know, we're not even talking about the trauma and death and stuff that happens when, when kids live in highly highly volatile situations so there's that consider the cost but then also consider the benefits in that um, becoming a TCK yes there's a lot of grief and loss that goes along with that grief and loss is a fundamental part of 
the TCK experience, uh, in my personal opinion, I think that, you know, I can't think of, I, I've never heard a TCK story where they say, you know, I had a really good experience and I've never lost anything or anyone. I'm just coming away from this really happy with my life. I've never heard that. You know, usually the story ends with, man, this was really hard and at times really difficult and often very painful. But it's made me who I am. Like, I wouldn't trade it for the world because it's made me who I am. And I, I appreciate that and respect that. So I was uh, talking to someone who raised his, raised his kids in Nigeria a long time ago. And he said, he said that he looked at his boys one day and he said, this is going to be really hard, but it's also going to be really good for him too. And I think, you know, I haven't heard, I haven't asked this question, but I think that, I think that that's true, that being a TCK is really good for you. It does broaden your worldview. I cannot tell you how many benefits there are to being, you know, to having a high exposure to language acquisition in the early years, cultural adaptation. There are soft skills that uh, TCK learns that you just can't teach in school and you can't learn on the job. So there is so many advantages to being a TCK and it's definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely so worthwhile, but you really need to take into consideration whether, whether or not that is right for your children. And I think that perhaps sort of touching on that vein, I would also say to people who have TCKs in their lives, who are perhaps TCK care providers or uh, just have TCKs in their churches or in their social networks or whatever the case may be. To them, I would say rec- recognize the recognize the seemingly oppositional realities of the TCK world. That being a TCK is a very good thing, and at the same time, it's also a very hard and a very costly and a very sad thing. You know, when I moved back to the states, we thought that we were going back to Nigeria, and so mm. we uh, came with this attitude of like, we're going to be here for six months, and then we're going and then we're going home. You know, that was, that's what I thought, you know, I'll be going home in six months. And when we said that we weren't going back and we let, you know, let that news out to our, our, to our church, so many people came up to me afterwards and put their hand on my shoulder and said, wow, this is so exciting for you. And I was like, no, it's not. I'm like, you not get to tell me how I feel about this. And number two, it is not exciting not to be going home ever again. When I thought I would be going home and, you know, three months ago like that how would anyone think that that's a good thing but they didn't know because they didn't know what the tck experience was they didn't know how uh how much loss i'd already experienced and how much grief was already growing in my heart and so you know if you've got a tck in your world like just give them room give them room to grieve give them room to be sad and to be down and to be frustrated and to not like things sometimes not to be pleasant sorry in uh, in retrospect (laughs) Um, yeah, I would say understand that there are truths in both of those seemingly oppositional uh, realities that being TCK is a good thing. There will be advantages. Uh, they will have strengths, but it's also a, a difficult, costly, and sometimes painful thing. Mm. You know, don't don't take me wrong. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying that uh, being TCK sucks and you know get out of it or you know pray for the TCKs in your lives that they're healed from their experiences. And it's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm just saying like you know be aware that both of those things might be going on at the same time in the same person. So, yeah. It's a weird paradox of like, and we found this all the time. I would always make sure to end when I led the panel discussion from Mukapa, I always make sure to end with, if you could take it all back, would you? And this was after like, we had like people crying as they were telling just open, honest stories about like what transition was like. And growing up and all the grief and the loss and then at the end they're like no 
just complete like <laughs> I, I I wouldn't even finish the question and unanimously everyone would be like no what the heck no my life is amazing I, and it's just this weird paradox of there's just this like yeah. intense sadness and then just incredible joy that is yeah. both in and out of this of this experience um right yeah and and joy and then also I think there's like a certain level of or a certain I don't know experience of strength that you have like you go through something really really hard and you're like man I survived that I think I might be able to survive anything I'm all... and like you can't understand what that strength is until you own it for yourself and you've been there yeah. Uh, but yeah I definitely get that What I love about Stephen's message specifically is that concept of thinking dialectically, that idea of this can suck, this can be terrible, but it can also be really, really, really good. And that is something that I very much needed to hear and still need to hear. I've been going through a lot with this transition away from college into professional life and it's been difficult and this idea of it can suck but it's still good is something that I kind of I needed to hear that when we had the interview and then I needed to hear that earlier this week as I was editing it and so that's my one big big takeaway Stephen Black hosts the podcast TCK Care the podcast you can find it wherever you get your podcast there's going to be a link to it on my website. Speaking of my website, it is a really cool place to be. There's, you can find out more information about me. You can find other cool podcasts and resources such as Stephen's podcast or the link to the website for MK to MK. But most importantly, you can share your story. So basically just go to tcktales.com slash share your story and fill out the form and we'll get, we'll get rolling. If you want to be on the podcast or just want to talk with me, uh, please do that. Another way you can get in contact with me is through messaging me via Facebook and checking out my Facebook page. It is tcktales at facebook.com. I would highly recommend che- checking out TCK Care of the podcast. I was on an episode of it a couple weeks ago, so that's cool. If you want to hear more of me, I talk a little bit about the creation of the podcast and more about what's happening in my life right now. And so it's a, it's a really good episode and all of his episodes are fantastic they come out every tuesday so you should definitely check that out send me an email as always you know subscribe tell a friend tell other people about the podcast write me a review on facebook that's the best way not on facebook on itunes that's the best way for it to get in front of other people basically what it does is if i say like the relevant podcast and i also like my podcast and i review my my podcast and then someone else subscribe to the relevant podcast based on if enough people like my podcast and the relevant podcast it'll recommend my podcast to this said subscriber of the relevant podcast and vice versa so it's a great way to get the podcast in front of other people you can rate and review and subscribe and follow on apple podcasts overcast Castbox, and we are now on stitcher so if you're listening to this on stitcher then you found us yay if you prefer stitcher check it out check us out on stitcher that's a super cool thing check out mk to mk they are an incredible organization and they are heading towards their summer project really really soon so that's a super cool thing that they're doing yeah and um, 
yeah so hopefully all of the craziness of my life has kind of slowed down and i'll start pumping these out a little bit more uh, so i will see you guys next week with another tck tale TCK Tales is brought to you in partnership with MK2MK. MK2MK is a fantastic ministry. They are an extension of Crew. They're specifically targeting missionary kids. So basically, they are missionary kids ministering to missionary kids. Thus the name MK2MK. They have a ton of fantastic resources, as well as trips, summer internships, projects, retreats, all of that. So check them out at their website, mk2mk.com. There's a link in my website. Check them out. They are an amazing ministry that have had a profound effect in my life. Thank you.